This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Brooms. I don't know what magical incantation y'all have going on in your house, but my broom did none of that standing witchcraft. Oh, you tried it? Of course I did. Cause I had <laughs> like, bitch, I can put this on my story. I wasn't going to put it on the internet. I just wanted to see what the hype was. So I tried it. And I was like, y'all, y'all playing games. Y'all doing this for likes and clout and retweets and what the fuck ever. Brooms ain't fucking standing up. And I know I, I, I got a good broom. It's like, it was like $15. Oh, oh, you got your taxes back. <laughs> so I was like, I know if this broom ain't standing, I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. Y'all doing shit for the internet. So I'm a day late, so I didn't see it till today. But uh, according to NASA, it was only valid yesterday. So I Allegedly. got off work today. I got off work today. I thought, oh, so maybe mine ain't doing it because the, the dustpan attachment's still on there. Let me take the dustpan off. <laughs> uh, no, it didn't work for me. <laughs> but I was also a day late, so. <laughs> Correct. My myth just jumped out. Mm. Well, luckily everything else in my house stands up. So hallelujah. Mm. The foundation ain't straight, but ugh, straight. I was talking about dicks, but oh, uh, I am the Superman. T H E. What do I say to that? <laughs> Nothing. You don't what live in my house. Going on. Okay. Again, I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the legendary Dominican. Unlike the upcoming legendary show. Oh, that was weak. That was both of us listeners. <laughs> BKA, the last hosting top. What happened at the the Dominican show? What'd you say? Legendary is the name of the show that we read last week. For oh, we did? Okay, representation. Cool. Because... They did not include. I, I guess I'm gonna update you as well. <laughs> Please, because woo, I love here for a podcast. I have to tune in. We read the show. the The name of the show is Legendary because they're doing the ballroom scene. Oh, and that girl was I'm invalid. Com- yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, okay. Uh, she's and so the, that was last week. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, gonna uh, bring us into this week here in a moment. There's an update. Yeah. Okay. There's an update. Yeah. Hmm, uh, there's an update, and, and I have a lot to say, and I don't have. That's why I have a podcast. So. Right. And so that's why I was trying to get there. But okay. Uh, let's get back to this uh, side of the, the, the train tracks. Uh-huh. Uh, when did you know our icebreaker this week is, when did you know you were sexually attracted to men? Um, five, six years old. I th- things were happen to, happening to me at age four in foster care. Um, but I... Ex- accepted that thing for what that thing was but then when i left foster care at age eight i was still looking at boys like "Mm, i want to go lick him (laughs) i was thinking things like that like oh i want to go lick him like oh i wonder what his socks smell like oh no not socks i have never been that (laughs) but i was never looking at girls like Oh, I would have opened her butt cheeks and sniff. Like, because straight boys were like, oh, I wonder what that booty holds. I'm like, Ugh. that's how I know I'm bisexual. I like when boys say that to, I like when y'all say that to me. Like, yeah, niggas, where these butt cheeks and sniff down there? But I didn't want to do that to girls. Like, ugh, girls. Mm, we can talk about coloring books and, you know, playing with dolls, but I want to smell him and lick him. I definitely want to do that to boys and girls. <laughs> so. I'm getting the moist right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Literal, my truth. <laughs> yeah. If this was in video, y'all would have seen the sweat pouring down this nigga's head. Oh, I really. There's sweat coming off of him. <laughs> that was like this boy that showed up in fourth grade, in fifth grade, and sixth grade. He he his growth spurt happened before the rest of us, and I was oh. already tall. So he his growth spurt happened a little bit faster. And I tell the story all the time about this boy when the teacher left the um, portable. He was like, y'all, let's go um, look at this Ooh, girl. Ooh, that's ghetto. Y'all had portable. We had portable. You like the portable classroom? Yeah. So, um, that's where they put the special kids. Well, our school was expanding. But anyway, so, um, and we all went to go look at the coochie on the computer, and I knew that I definitely was not. I was like, I was going over there to be with the boys to look at the computer, to look at the coochie, but I was like, can I look at, can one of y'all spread y'all legs and let's <laughs> see what's going on? Yikes. You play tag. Whoever playing tag. And I'm in for life. My booty hole is. You in for life. <laughs> My booty hole is. <laughs> what's your answer? Okay. <laughs> ice broke, okay? Ice is broke. Yeah, that way that, I don't even think there's ice present. I think that was just heat. Uh, <clears throat> I guess mine is I'm a little. seriously hot. Woo! <laughs> the heater ain't on or nothing. I'm just hot. Tell your story while I fan myself. <laughs> uh, so I don't have a story that way, um, and definitely uh, uh, not of abuse. And so um, I, I like to tell my story because a lot of straight people use abuse as the reason that people are gay. And I knew that I was gay before I was ever abused. So I'm the opposite of Ronald Matter's story. Ronald Matter's story was that of abuse, but I but happened to also be gay is his story. My story is I was already gay way before, years before I was already bisexual, uh, before I was ever sexually abused. So And that happens. Yeah, I know. Yeah, both of them can be true, and, and that's why I tell my story because I want people to know that it's not just people that get abused. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of people that have never ever been abused or anything. They just knew that they liked something other than what society would like them to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're gonna get to that also here in a minute, but. Um, I knew in kindergarten, uh, I was at the urinal, and it was a, a Asian little boy that I used to like. I can't remember his name, um, and uh, I couldn't. I wanted to go to. The, we went to the bathroom together all the time. So the hall pass is valid for one kid. Yo, Miss Johnson said both of us can go. <laughs> Not a um. Damn, what was my elementary school's name? Oh, Monier. Monier okay. Elementary in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Not at that school because uh, we went together. <laughs> we didn't. We weren't touching each other or anything like that. But yeah. It was just our moment, and I'm gonna leave it there. Um, <clears throat> so that's our icebreaker this week. Our word of the day, W E R D, uh, is incel. Uh, this week we're also gonna have a word of the day uh, and a Black Gay History moment Thank as you. well. Thank you. I was gonna say I thought you oh, promised. No, 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 oh, okay. No, 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 no. Thank you. Bonus. Um, the word of the day this week is incel. I-N-C-E-L. Um, I vaguely remember it being uh, related to like being stupid. That's imbecile. Or, uh, <laughs> like some, something like 
not worthy less than uh, just associated. It's a, it has a negative connotation in my mind. Some people hold it as a negative connotation, but it doesn't mean stupid. It just means um, what we would call today socially awkward or socially uh, anxious or okay. you know high levels of anxiety around sex. Oh. So, incel, incel is anyone who is not sexually active despite desiring to be involuntarily celibate. Incel. I am me. celibate. Why, well, just gonna expose <laughs> me right here on my own podcast? Wow, I thought we was bros. I just uh, wanted to give you a piece of information. Involuntarily to... celibate. Me. So now you know how to correctly identify. A strict bottom male here. Now you know how to oh, There's a market for me. I don't know if it's on eBay. I don't know if it's on Facebook. Um, I don't know where it's at, but it's a market for me. Okay. We're going we're gonna to find it. <clears throat> but right now, incel, <laughs> involuntarily celibate. Uh, our Black Gay History uh, moment for this week is uh, Major Alan Greg Rogers. Um I made him um, a moment for Black Gay History this week because I didn't even know his story until um, this last week, and I feel like I would know these types of stories because I'm in these military gay type of stories and history type of shit. Like, this is my lane, and it's the things that I know. One of my lanes, because y'all know I have many. But uh, Major Rogers was an ordained pastor, uh, a U.S. Army major and intelligence officer, a civil rights activist uh, in the LGBT community, and the first known gay combat uh, fatality in Operation Iraqi Freedom. So, oh. uh, in the new war in Iraq that has been going on mm. forever, he was the first openly gay person to die in that conflict. Uh, obviously there was plenty of casualties before 2008 mm-hmm. um, but no one I'm gay girl that, yeah no one prior to that was yeah. openly gay he was the first openly gay person to die in Operation Iraqi Freedom um, in 2008 uh, so I felt like it was important to highlight that history because um, it's I know us. it's us and I know if I didn't know it, some of y'all didn't know it. And I didn't know it either. And I do the Black History segment on the blog for 10 damn years. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it's a part of history because that means that he um, openly was out as a gay man at this mm-hmm. time. Um, was a commissioned officer, an intelligence officer, um, and had a job back at home. And went to war and didn't come back as a black gay man. So I think that's an important part of history. Rest in uh, power. Yeah, definitely rest in power. And I think that if anywhere uh, that that is going to be highlighted, it should be highlighted here. Here for a podcast. <clears throat> yeah. um, support for this ghetto-ass podcast comes from a couple awesome donors and from you be- beautiful people listening to us right now. Thank you so much. Um, if you... Listen to us every week. That is a level of support. If you like every episode or at least comment on every episode or share the episode with your social uh, media communities, that is a form of support, and we like and love it. Um, But if you would like to see this 
podcast continue, we need your monetary support as well. So if you could get over to Patreon right now, if you got $1 to your name and you would like to see this podcast continue to grow, uh, get over to our Patreon right now where we have a free episode up for you guys. So one, we're giving you free content on Patreon. And then once you give the $1 per month, you can get access to all of the other content I that we've been like putting. hundred episodes. Yeah. Like we do like bonus audio all the time, especially when we have guests. We love to make sure we get some Patreon content with our guests. And you get access to all of that once you um, are an actual patron. So if you get over to our Patreon right now, you can support this ghetto ass podcast because I know y'all got a dollar. I know you got a dollar. <laughs> shout out to David W. Um, who donates five dollars a month, friend to the show, and shout out to Justin W. Five dollar donation a month, friend to the show as well. Um, so thank you guys for our new subscribers, and thank you to everyone who continues to give your support every month. I'm a singer. K Michelle thinks Carey that is shook. K Michelle thinks that as well. Tanache is shook. I'm coming for the big girls. Are they big? Mariah I mean, Carey's. like Titans and heavyweights, not oh, like yeah, okay. in weight. Like, mm-hmm. K. Michelle ain't big in weight. <laughs> K. Michelle ain't. Anyway, um, <laughs> our, Afro- our new album, All Monsters Are Human. Shout out to Memphis. You ain't gonna do Memphis like this. Yo, God has just released a new album as well. What's your favorite song? Weekend and Pose with Megan The Stallion and Lil Uzi Vert. And then for the bonus track, it's. Um, photo shoot without Megan the stage is just him and Lil Uzi Vert. And I was like, uh, look at this patriarchy jumping out. The bonus track, y'all took the woman off? Wow. But shout out to Yo Gotti and Kate Michelle. Work. Um, <laughs> our affirmation this week you is. You never this passionate about Detroit, by the way. And I would, I would like to see it. We have a whole episode titled After a Detroit Song When the Detroit Song Came Out Now, I don't know what she doing right now Because she had did some stuff About a month ago And then it's like, girl I'm not even addressing that We're not claiming you So, I ride for the 313 Come on out, give me more Um. Anyway Let me do my affirmation So, y'all can be affirmed I can be affirmed as well before I commit a crime. Um, our affirmation this week is be peaceful, be courteous, obey the law, respect everyone. But if someone puts his hand, his or her hand or on they, you, his, her, or they. All these, all these girls and boys. Whatever pronoun, and they. Whatever pronouns they may <laughs> use. But if any of those pronouns puts their hands on you, send him to the cemetery. That's the goal. Uh, that quote may be familiar to some of you. Oh, I thought that was just your Detroit mantra. <laughs> oh, don't it sound like it? Don't it sound like, I'm like it? Shout out to Detroit. Wow, your Detroit is jumping out. <laughs> I was here for a steal, so I'm getting out to <laughs> trash. That quote is from Malcolm X. <laughs> oh. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Uh, the anniversary of his death is also coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that I included that in my affirmation because no, I'm not condoning violence. I am agreeing that in our current political and hate climate that there should be repercussions for LGBT people being attacked and harassed 
like it's open season on us. And now I'll reshare the video on Twitter. I don't really like sharing fight videos, but y'all got my sisters and brothers out here fucked up. Um, and Zaya, but I'm sure we're going to get to that. Of course we are. <laughs> we're going to get to that. <clears throat> uh, but again, tying into why I'm making this affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not advocating literally to send people to the cemetery. I mean... Oh! <laughs> Oops! We're not? Wow. No, that's a crime. You go to jail. It's the manslaughter, but that bitch hit me first. <laughs> so, self-defense. Listen, I know because uh, Mr. Petty got away with that. <laughs> Does not mean that he we... He still married the, uh, the, he, the queen of rap. He did. <laughs> One in a million. Come on. But for our people, I would like us to affirm that Sending them to a cemetery does not necessarily mean so an actual. So you're Malcolm X, so you're the King. You can't I'm, be both. No, I'm always gonna be a Malcolm X. Oh, I'm go. never a turn the other cheek, but that don't always mean you gotta kill them. Okay. Sometimes you might have to slap them. Sometimes you might have to punch them. A hospital stay at least. Sometimes be. you might have to call ABC News on their ass because that will dead a lot of these goddamn situations. Uh-uh. When you get um, what was one of uh uh. Susan fired, um, Peppermint Patty fired, you know, all of those. Okay. Them, they don't get to come back from that. They don't. And that's the same thing as going to the cemetery. You you okay. can't come back from this. Oh, Yo, there was a CEO of a company who was in the back of an Uber, and he called the Uber driver a nigger, and he got fired as the CEO from his own company. Yeah. Sweetie. Accountability. <laughs> wow. The board. The board. The board. The board. <laughs> the board handled that. Um, so I, I, I know in this climate, a lot of people yeah. feel very empowered by the bigot in chief that we have right now, but be okay. empowered that you can send people to the cemetery in more than one way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'm learning. I'm growing. I, I need to stay subscribed to your four podcast. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Again, I'm not condoning violence <laughs> and sending people to a actual cemetery, okay. but you can send them to a cemetery more than one way. Because if your mouth is slick enough and you read a bitch too filth, she got to go home and think about that. <laughs> think about her life and her circumstances. And then she gonna subtweet you for a week. And Girl, that's fine. Move. That's fine because if if you again if your mouth is slick enough, subtweet me if you want to. Get to these Twitter fingers if you want to, because you know you couldn't handle these real fingers. Okay. Put your Detroit up. Okay, I asked for Detroit. I'm still good. I don't Put know Detroit how to do that. Back. Put the Detroit back. Oh, it's coming back right around the corner. Sorry about it. Uh, last week, uh, in our tepid topics, we talked about poppers. Uh, and this week, I'm wondering what some of y'all are sniffing. Um, because this hatred for Billy Porter, you know I am not going to stand, sit, fly, hover, or anything else for it. I, I am never going to be here for it. And this is for the gay community and anyone outside of the gay community that will hear these words. I will never be here for it. There is no reason he is a black gay man being what a black gay man should fucking be. Successful, booked, and busy. Hosting the ABC um, red carpet. From Sesame Street to the red carpet... Uh, the Oscars. Was he nominated? Oh, well, no, he does TV, so he was a devil's film. It don't even. Black China was there. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, you pulled that. Whoa, 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 whoa. So that's what I'm There's saying. Two different categories. 
that's like being a little storm and then being a hurricane. <laughs> this is like But that's what I'm saying. What I what I what I see is um the point is being missed when people are are inserting their loud and wrong opinions about Billy Porter. People are saying, "Oh my God, that looked tacky," or "That didn't look. I don't like the way that looked." Like. And then also, I was like, "Well, have you looked in the mirror? Because the shit that you wear." Wow. Hmm. Questions. So, no one is asking the same questions of Black China. Because what she wore, I'm like, mm, I don't know about all that. Ain't nobody writing But it. I don't write about it. I don't give a fuck about Black China. And so I don't hate on Black China. And so I wonder, the people that are hating on Billy Porter, do you just low-key like him? Or do you just want to have something to say? Because history always proves y'all wrong. Uh, I was listening to uh, RuPaul's... Now, I realize that there are problems there. I realize there are problems there. but Especially the way you read my faith. I I do read her. But I realize also that uh, in the late 80s and early 90s, that RuPaul was doing a lot of the same things that we're seeing Billy Porter do now. Which includes... being androgynous, okay. being daring and open in the public when it wasn't popular, okay. and um, even at the time, RuPaul was creating music that only a certain subset of people were listening to. Um, Supermodel. Huge song for the modeling community, but only a, a certain amount of people listened to it in the 90s. And then comes to the 2000s, and now it's a classic, and everyone's listening to it and vocal to it and everything like that. But she was dragged for being herself back when she was making that product and mm-hmm. was creating that art, <clears throat> which is the same thing I'm seeing with Billy Porter. Billy Porter is creating art right now. It may not be your taste in art, but it's art that more than likely, I'm not a full psychic. I got a, a tinge of psychic, but I ain't a full psychic. But I really believe that the things that he's doing right now will be talked about differently in 15 years. And so that's why I despise seeing the the hate uh, against anything that he does. If you don't like it, scroll. Shut up, though. Again, what I talked about, um, people standing in the way of the LGBT advancement and progress if you are a part of the LGBT community and you don't like that stuff, quote unquote stuff, then get the fuck out the way. You ain't got to stand in the way of, of somebody else's in the community's progress. You shut up and sit down. You ain't got to be like, oh, I don't like that. Okay, well, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> he continues to keep people it's pressed a, like a panini. That's a tough it. crowd tonight. Well, I... Not taking away from the LGBT legend that Billy Porter is never, could never... Like, who are me to... T- a bottom from Memphis to tell Billy Porter his status at the bank in none of status. us. We can't. But I didn't like that skirt. I love the top. I even love the boots. I just did like the skirt. And as much as I um, use the meme, give tweet five or six tweets of praise, I can tell Billy Porter, Billy girl, this skirt was not. This skirt was not it. And all of us love the top. We all the hairstyle was alpha. Out for jury debate but you know like that skirt just didn't go with that top and I feel I have range to say that to Billy Porter because the same every time even the mechanical hat the girls the, 
that got love. What, that is, what is the range? But, that, what is the range that you or other people that are saying can, this? What is that range? What is that range? I can say I did like the skirt, but also RuPaul. How? The same way. Are you that, a fashion designer? The same way that um, he's broadcast a lot from the Oscars. RuPaul was broadcast a lot from the goddamn beer aisle when he was posting pictures on the internet, and we were like RuPaul that week. Well, now we are because we weren't around in the 80s to see RuPaul. Not that we grew. But that still does not take away from RuPaul's legendary status. He's created jobs for 160 plus girls, got RuPaul's Drag Race live down to the Vegas. 160 the plus are- stars <laughs> because there's other people behind the scenes that RuPaul has created jobs for. And again, y'all know I will read RuPaul for a lot of things. I will not read yeah. him about employment of LGBT people, obviously. So, I mean, the same way that I can. Stay in RuPaul with my whole heart. I can still tell RuPaul like, oh, girl, I don't, I don't really know about that. Like your comments about the trans community was trash, and I that's still, different than wearing a dress to the Oscars. Telling the, telling someone that they are transphobic. Positive comments and comments of where there's opportunity for work. They're they're the same. They're, in a in a full relationship with the person, they're you they're ain't in a, a relationship with they're, them. Though. They're a great. They're a great. They're a great things that you admire, and there are things like, oh, girl, I don't know about that. Mm, I don't know. A dress is different than a stance. If you're transphobic, I didn't like that skirt. Okay, I'm going back to Billy Porter. I did like the skirt. Okay, it's a it's a skirt. That don't mean that I'm not going to continue to follow Billy Porter, care about everything he does, tune into everything he does. I just didn't like the skirt, and I feel that's okay. I think, but I'm not saying it's not okay to not like it. I'm I'm saying it's not okay to be projecting hatred about oh well ugh, Billy Porter why you have to be out here doing that again Billy Porter here you are again with being film and being gay uh, well, in maybe the public long term haters but again your timeline be different than mine I, my timeline was just like we stay in but girl this skirt and then it's more than the way they ruffled up the skirt to show the boots shout out to the girl who designed the boots I'm sure you had to link her on Instagram in order to get creative. For free to get the boots. Cool. I understand how social media works. But I still didn't like the skirt. And it's, I just, but that's just one instance. That doesn't mean like I'm taken away from like Billy Porter stop being androgynous or Billy Porter stop slaying us in, in ways I don't understand right now and probably won't in the future. I still want Billy Porter to take risks. I love that Billy Porter take risks. Sometimes they're hits, sometimes they're misses. It's like a new single. From K. Michelle. Um, <clears throat> so, like I was saying uh, at the beginning of this topic. But this long-term hate, girls who hate, that look, this look, that look, why you got to do this, why you got to be this, that's a mindset. That's 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 what I'm, I'm, I'm getting yeah. at. So, at the beginning, I was talking about from Sesame Street to the red carpet because, obviously, one, the red carpet has been a moment of controversy for Billy Porter, for whatever y'all fashion girls he's on a tv show about theatrics and being dramatic <laughs> whatever the fuck y'all just y'all wanted to have something to say about billy porter and y'all said it cool but the sesame street thing is telling mm-hmm. because uh billy porter was booked to be on sesame street um and he showed up in the same gown that he wore to the grammys i believe I think that he was, was praised for when he wore it to 
The original show. Some of some people was praising him, and some of these same haters was like, <laughs> "Just wearing regular tux like every fucking body else that shows up to these goddamn award shows in the same fucking black and white cheap ass looking tux." Um, Rented tux. <clears throat> so people, the critic, the criticism was that Billy Porter is on Sesame Street and he's corrupting kids because he's showing up in a gown. Mm. I'm not even gonna go in to why that's wrong because I believe that the chief amount of listeners uh, to this podcast know why that's wrong. Yeah. Hopefully, you will share this with someone that does not know why that's wrong. But what I am gonna go into is the top the top five things um, that are corrupting kids that are not Billy Porter in a dress. So, in case we need a class on things that are not corrupting kids. Talk about it, bitch. McDonald's is corrupting your kids. I was there. I was that kid. Therefore, before corrupting your kids. McDonald's is corrupting your kids. The Bible is corrupting your kids. Some of y'all don't want to hear that, but I said it. Uh, Billie Eilish is corrupting your kids. Some of y'all don't want to hear that, but I said that too. Uh, Every romantic comedy that is set in a heterosexual relationship is corrupting your kids. Starring Jennifer Lopez. Or Jennifer Aniston. Please, get that <laughs> off my screen. Uh, and the accessibility to porn is corrupting your kids. So when you say that the gay agenda is out to get your kids because y'all saw one man in a gown, think about these other things that uh, are corrupting your kids. Just think about that. These preservatives that are getting more of your kids out. <laughs> Bye, pumpkin. <laughs> Bye. Bye, pumpkin. Spit if you want to. <clears throat> um, hmm. Last week, we also talked about um, Jamela Jamel. Uh, <laughs> it was a heterosexual woman being booked for a ballroom competition show down to the voguing. And we was like, well, I was. I was like, why is Laomi McDonald, the legendary Laomi? Not leading this headline, but this straight... Was she? Is she Indian? I don't know. I'm not even sure. We'll just go with Eastern because we don't know exactly what her That's why I'm like, I don't know. Don't, don't cancel me for she's that. She's Eastern. So, um, I'm just like... A person of color. straight woman leading the headline when Laomi should be leading the headline? Who was the copywriter? <clears throat> Who sent out the press release? Where's the media girls? Like the blunt, because here <laughs> I go. Um, so, HBO tried to snatch the cat back. Uh, literally while we were recording last week as well because they had gotten all the backlash that we gave them as well uh, last week and was like, oh shit, let's pull this back. Yeah. The original article that we quoted last week was saying that Jamila Jamel was uh, out front of the show and was the MC of the show. Again, if you don't know what MC means, master, yeah. master of ceremonies. And BuzzFeed had... A- and there were... There were other articles corroborating what HBO had put out. HBO then got the smoke and was like, ooh, shit, let's pull this a little bit back, call her into an HR meeting, and let's figure this out in the strategy so we don't lose a fucking show. That's what I think happened. Because I, I know that <coughs> happened. <coughs> I don't got no proof that the that happened. The copy editors got down there like, whoa, this is not the way we want this marketing to look like. Um... You know that. So that I know that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, I <laughs> feel that. that that happened, but I I didn't see no video evidence, so oh, I don't for no. sure know. Anyway, 
So then it was like, let's snatch the cat back. They changed the, the article headlines. and the headline of the article, much like we saw last week with the promotion for the photograph with um, Issa Rae in it. Because once they caught the smoke, then they was like, ooh, change this headline real quick because the girls is on us. Mm-hmm. HBO did the exact same thing. It changed the headline and changed the story um, to say that they weren't putting Jamela Jamil out front and that they were trying to highlight um, members of the ballroom community when they weren't doing that initially. And then they went back and deleted the tweet that... All the social media posts. The, the, the posts where the they... The Facebook posts uh, have to come down... All of that. So if why are you deleting shit if you didn't mean it that way? Huh? I don't understand. And literally, as they were deleting things, Jamila Jamil came out and said, I'm queer. Me too, sis. <laughs> it was just it's just such a good time for you to find your queerness when you oh, are look at fucking that up. More. It's queerness. Yeah. Oh, she picked that shit right the fuck up like it was a $20 bill. She picked that goddamn queerness up like it was a $20 bill. Ain't no proof. Ain't no track record of you ever being queer. But now all of a sudden you want to be a part of the community because the community is dragging you for not being a part of the community and in a space where you are taking up space that should belong to someone else. Mm. Uh, y'all could delete her and give Naomi an extra $20. What the salary, the pay range is looking like. Because if it, again, I will tell you, y'all can give all the money to Laomi, and we will all tune in. We will still tune in. I'm here for Laomi McDonald. I am here for Laomi. I'm not, I'm not watching nothing for those other girls. I don't know who the, I think it was like AJ Roach. Who was a well, you know Megan Thee Stallion. Okay, cool. And uh, I, I, I also kind of side eye Megan. Cause they I could. love Megan. Mm. To death, I really don't want I'm not to think of a negative thing. Thought. I really don't want to think a negative thought about Megan Thee Stallion. This is her as an artist contributor. I, I get this. Right. Cool. She's just trying to probably just get another check and be on HBO, add something else to her resume. That's I would probably do it. I would do it. That's probably what she's doing. Um and so I guess I I've given her a little more room space. Mm. Then I give Jamila Jamil because Jamila Jamil has it just look real secret agent. Like Megan ain't said nothing, nothing about this, nothing. Yeah, I, I don't even think she even shared the fucking I press release. I follow Megan and I ain't seen it. So I'm glad she's quiet. So hopefully she's she gonna wait till the damn trailer come out. Then that way, when the trailer come, you share when it's real when the trailer come out. When the girl make announcements, all these companies are making announcements and then shit don't go. She wait until the trailer come out and they announce the premiere date. Probably that's what I would do. You work with these. You work with companies before. You know how you ain't nothing else and shit on my goddamn timeline until y'all get this shit to fucking gather. This whole situation just makes my ass itch, and it shouldn't. I should want. I want to see a ballroom show. Think RuPaul's Drag Race meets America's Next Top Model meets the ballroom community. That sounds good. I want to see Tati 007 from my house. My house was an amazing show that y'all didn't watch. And I so, watched it. Um, I want to see. I want to see a, a legendary announcer. I want to see, That's oh. how you prove your credit. Girls who have done things in the community. Where's your resume? You're being booked as a secretary. Where have you answered phones before? Can your previous supervisor give you a recommendation? Um, j- 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 Jamela. Uh, let's call your previous supervisor. What have you done down to the ballroom? 
Because I, I can't get well, no What job. have you done down to the queerness? Because since you just brought that on out. Uh, what what have you done down to... Have you been working with the foundation of so-and-so and it contributes to home, LGBT homelessness and so-and-so? Because and people involved in the barroom usually find family. You know, so what are you doing? What are you, Where's your resume? Oh, I'm queer. Me too. <laughs> but look at my resume and look at yours. I mean, like... Run a blog for ten years. I give to donations of foundations all the time, and I'm always out in. The, what What is your resume? What are you doing? Because I could have been damn the damn co-host. This nigga next to me could have been the goddamn co-host. And shout out to three one three and mentioning three one three on every episode. I'm like, that's my nigga. What have you done with your queerness? So yeah, I mean, um, at the minimum, I think Ooh, I, I think passionate about this stuff. <laughs> At the minimum, I think uh, to judge a ballroom show, you should have been in the ballroom. You should have been in some shows. Um, been to some balls. Been, been to one. <laughs> okay, because I really don't believe Jamela went to a ball. Us down here to the Casa Ruby in D.C. attending the ball and trying to sponsor a ball. We've out here in these, me and you could have did it. We could have shared the salary. Shit, uh, HBO check. I can put that on my resume. They can go on your resume at these men. We just gonna split the salary. Shit, we got colorful commentary for the ballroom. What's that? Um. So, in case you are unaware, I'm not here for it. <clears throat> Jacked is making y'all pay money to block people now. The ghetto. Uh, since the takeover from Scruff, mm. there has been a whole new set of rules and guidelines. And uh, how you know this? You married? I I am engaged. It do um, go single, married, divorce. Okay, there, that's one. That's what it is. But I research. I'm a researcher. So, like, babe, I, I have a checked account, but it's for the podcast. Actually, don't. Do. Um, the, the <laughs> I'm more I. That's my personal business. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us your personal business. You have a podcast. That's what this is all about. Y'all don't ask these about other... abuse story. You can talk about your object account. Oh, I, well, I talked about my abuse story as well, but uh, y'all don't ask some of these other podcasters to tell none of their um, personal business. So I'm telling mine. Um, but I know because I know. Let's just say that. Jack is making y'all pay money to block people now. How do you feel as a Jack user? Well, I have my account. Oh, cause you pay for yours. You you got so the premium. I wanted for fr- I got you yours premium for free. I had one that was more than a year ago. That was a little bit more than a year. It expired in like December, and I was like, oh shit, that takes right off was cute, but I just got it again, so I don't know. Okay, and so now you're care. paying what a month for Jack? I don't even know. That's Jack coming in and saying five ninety nine. Sorry, Yahoo Mail. All I get on my Yahoo Mail is spam, but. Okay, so I don't know what the price point is. Uh, I think it may be three ninety nine or five ninety nine oh, or something like that. Oh, Jack Beta has expired, and then I'm up with the beta program. I pay for it, and I'm with the beta program, so I get to see what new features are coming up. Oh, okay, I give responses to the same about what I like and what I don't like. But I don't know. well, Jack, um, obviously, um, is is trying to get more revenue to get people to buy the premium services. So that you have the features that you've always had as long as Jack has been around. How long has Jack been around? I don't know. Maybe. Well, they're the number one gay app. So. Yeah. Like 
when I used to be on apps, I would get on Jacked before I got on anything else, and then I would get on Grinder if um, nothing was cute on Jacked. But um, I can't imagine getting on Jacked right now and then somebody saying something racist or abusive or um, flaking or anything like that and then not Ooh. being able to block them because I should be able to just not hear from you, talk to you, see from see you or any of that. Especially if um, we've had a negative encounter before. Yeah, I would think that for safety reasons, blocking people on these social sites should be um, paramount. A necessity. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I get the you business don't want the model. headline that somebody something happened to me because I was on Jack. The, the right, and they were able to the find me. Of that, the net worth of that headline versus allowing me to block some. So allowing me to. Pay three ninety nine to block somebody, or reporting live from the ABC News down to the hospital. A gay man said he was unjacked, and so and so. Then that story circulating. What does that do to your stock market prices? For better or for worse? Yeah, I better find out. But uh, but what I'm saying is, um, there are so many other things that they could monetize on Jacked besides that. Because I feel like blocking is a safety feature for you and me. Because, okay, so blocking them, one, safety for for me, if I don't want you to know my location and mm-hmm. don't want to talk to you no more. For you, because maybe me finding you on Jacked could get me to your location where I could fuck you up. Oh. Uh-huh. So it benefits both parties for, let's just say dead I have an ex. Yeah, just dead the situation. If I have an ex um, on Jacked, <clears throat> let's say we used to date three years ago. I'm on Jack, um, but uh, I can't block him because I'm not paying the three ninety nine. Blah blah blah, whatever. Uh, he now knows that I'm three miles away from him. He now can start driving around in his car to get a mile closer, a mile closer, a mile closer until he gets down to, huh? That's the street he live on. Let me just drive down the street and find his car. Once I find his car, I know his address. Once I know his address, I know where he live. Then I can. Oh, that whole rabbit hole. Like, I got another whole story. I in case that one didn't work, I've already created other subplots. But okay, this plot because I don't want to reveal none of my theories and thoughts. I agree. So I'm not here for it. I believe that Jack Who should find this. Where do you see this? It's on, it's, anybody on Jack? Find it on Jack. <laughs> well, you can't find it because of your. Because I'm really sitting here trying to while you're talking. And I'm like, oh, but maybe. Well, you I can't pay because, for it. I don't. Because yeah, because you're I'm already, already paying, you so. already sipped the Kool Aid. But anyone that hasn't sipped the Kool Aid, I'm looking for dates in Baltimore. Okay, <laughs> I talked to you about that offline. I'm not even looking for dates in DC no more. I'm, I'm surprised they you said s- that Baltimore did. I've been through a lot. Well, a lot's about to go through you if you're going to get some Baltimore dick. Woo! And I claim it. <laughs> I'm, uh, incel. In, who? Incel. Cool. I like it. Get shirts made. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not speaking that over my life at all. Um. So, uh, you can Google it. It's a regular story, but uh, people that have Jack that aren't paying for it know the story. Okay. Um... Last but not least, um, probably the most chief of our subjects is one of our previous episodes was um, Defender of Zion, which uh, once it had been fully released that Zion was a member of the LGBT community, um, 
we lifted Zion Wade up uh, at the time, the son of Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, who is now their daughter, Zaya. Um, I like that it's so, short. It's cute. You can put it on shirts. You can put it in headlights. I'm like, oh, I can. Is this four letters? Z A Y A. I can like easy. You you you'd slay that. Get it trademarked. Yes. The trademark is probably available. So, uh, as we said then, and as we will say now, uh, we are the defender of Zaya. So I know that the news really broke today. Uh huh. Early today. Um, Dwayne was on Ellen. Yeah, Dwayne was on so, Ellen, but to Gabby ESPN documentary that's coming out. But Gabby had put the tweet out of the video of Zaya. Um, to rev up media support for the Ellen interview. Right, right, right. <laughs> So, I mean, like, so, you know, it's a whole marketing play in between both of them. Yes. Um, but still, y'all got them fucked up if y'all come for their child. It's cute. We promote a little documentary for the basketball. But, girl, my home life is still my home life, and this ain't basketball. And the Lakers just gonna have to understand, or whoever he played for. I don't know. <laughs> the the Knicks. What is, He's retired. Oh, cool story, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently. <laughs> um... His daughter is his business, and her business. And more important, yeah. More importantly, both of them, they're married. So. Um, and so I wanted to highlight the story before shit hits the fan because what I no, I smell story. I smell it's the whole. It is a good news story, and I love the story, but I smell the whole taps coming. Where they coming from? Can we just close that highway? Put them on the travel ban. <laughs> y'all put Nigeria on there And it's a lot of good dick in Nigeria Y'all can put Southeast Baltimore On the damn travel van Move Stay in Southeast Well how you gonna get your day here <laughs> Leave me alone <laughs> Wank okay. I'm just saying Huh Um, <laughs> I smell the whole taps coming okay. The whole taps are gonna say That Dwayne Wade Is a weak man Because he's allowing his child To be who she is And um, all the other dumb... and you're a weak man because you'd rather pay child support than being in your child's life but we're not talking about that and you're a weak man as well because you went to trade school didn't finish that and now you still out here a damn barista but we're not talking about that and we're not going to talk about this move around I don't want to talk about it that's why I'm saying I'm the defender of Zaya so anytime uh, I I'm see I'm the defender of Zaya as well so anytime that I see the bullshit I'm going to find five minutes to drag I'm going to have to at least go through your Facebook profile photos. Now, your mobile uploads, I don't know about all that, but they really do be worth a good TB. These mobile uploads, ma'am, you had to, you had the opportunity to create the space to take this photo, and you still uploaded this. Mobile uploads. In your, People need to see this from your mobile device. In your dirty kitchen. <laughs> Boy, ooh. And your, bro, and your <clears throat> broom standing up, but your goddamn house ain't. <laughs> Get away from me with this. Go away from me. The beautiful thing coming out of all this whole story of uh, Zaya Wade. Oh, uh, I read the girls for no reason. It's just you know, it's it's, it's, it's for future. I'm just telling you, defender of Zaya. Yeah. So in case you already have them rehearsed, your your reads are rehearsed. Oops, not you calling me Kaya out here. Get up. Well, I hope your line not suspended. (laughs) Um. The silver lining uh-huh. is that the wisdom of Zaya is the most important thing that I saw all day because um, 
Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade both uh, put out the video of Zaya talking about her transition and um, coming to grips with the transition. And I'm going to quote Zaya. Zaya is a 12-year-old. This 12-year-old had the knowledge and wisdom to say this quote. There are grown people that have been to multiple colleges and have had decades of life experience that could not speak this knowledge. This 12-year-old has this knowledge already. So when you discount the journey that trans people have, Mm. you miss the mark of what intelligence is. Come on. The quote is, what's the point of being on this earth if you're going to try to be someone you're not? If I have to break that no, down, do the whole quote first and then break it down. Come on, do no, the that's the quote. quote. That's what I took oh, that away was from. The quote. Oh shit, that's, that's the quote that I took away from. Get that tattoo. I'm, I'm not reading the what. Okay, so what she she really had like a paragraph of, Baby of things girl, to say. Zaya is the prophet. Come on, yeah, girl. she had a lot, but that's the quote that I took from all that she said because no. I thought that that was the most. Profound. I thought you was gonna do the whole quote. No. Uh, Y'all need to go watch the video. Yeah, definitely watch the video if you need more content. Yeah. But I think that, to me, that was the quote takeaway that I yeah. wanted to use. I was ready for a sermon. I was ready for a testimony. That was a testimony at we, 12 years old. Come on out. This has been 40 minutes of a sermon. We have a podcast. We can do that. Anyway, <clears throat> the point is, Zaya was talking about looking in the mirror, and if you don't see who you are, why do you think the world should see any differently? Meaning, if I look in the mirror and I don't see Superman, it's not Superman looking at looking back at me in the mirror. Then why the fuck am I Superman? Why? Who else am I? Who? If I walk up and I look like fucking Batman, I'm like, oh no, what's this? Mm-mm, I ain't Batman. Batman's nice and that's cute and stuff, but. I'm not Batman. I've been Superman my whole life since I've been born. I've been Superman. And then if I look in the mirror and I see Batman, I'm like, ooh, mm, mm-mm. let's change the this. Ghetto. Let's fix ooh. this. I need bangs, girl. Need, Where's my bangs? I need new earrings. I need, <laughs> I need something because uh, I see Batman in this mirror and that's not translating right. And hoes going to hate because your bangs crooked. But bitch, these the bangs I got. So You got to get that in order first. The next important takeaway is make sure you love who you are when you look at that person in the mirror. And if you don't, change it. Change it till you do. Because you don't want to wake up every morning for the rest of your life not liking who you see in the mirror. And that's that on that. Um, last but not least, execute Ed Buck. Ed Buck is still in jail till August. I can't wait to um, see them drag his ass into a courtroom. Hopefully it's worse than what we're seeing with... Uh, and hopefully he's lost weight. Usually when people go to jail, they lose weight. He was already 80 pounds, so if he lost weight, we won't have to execute him. Um, I'll let that linger. Because <laughs> I was like, woo! That was a Kenya Moore read. 313. Um, execute Ed Book. Uh, he in jail. We're probably not going to see or hear anything unless he died before then. Until August, uh, but uh, I hope. Oh, that- but where's the documentary on that, Gail? Where's the interviews for the commentary on that? 
I'm ducking on them. Lisa Leslie. <laughs> it's going down. That's all I got. Ain't got no more to get. <laughs> this week in social studies is a question. And then I have nine points. So here I go. Um, it says, is a lie detector test necessary? For what? Your face, bitch. Ugh, gross. Andrew well, Ghost- y'all know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew no Goldstein credits the rise of gay hookup apps for the surge in new clients as cheating has become easier than ever. He quoted, he's quoted saying, during all holidays, I see an increase in calls, but particularly around Valentine's Day, my phone calls increased tremendously. I received calls from every race, religion, creed, sexual orientation. We all have the same problem. What is the problem? Did he cheat on me? Mm. Um, Andrew was quoted saying to in what's the name of the place he talked to? Oh, my like missing. Oh well, here we go. Um, he's quoted as saying, for example, let's say I have a couple by the name of John and Mike where John is accusing Mike of cheating. So I test Mike, and Mike confesses I hate this John hatred. One time. We could have changed his name to something then else. Like, it didn't have to be John. This is a quote, Toya. <laughs> and it had to be John. John wouldn't do this to me. <laughs> so, oh shit, I forget where I would start over. For example, let's say I have a couple by the name of John and Mike. Give him another name if you got to start all over. It ain't John. Joseph Hallelujah Um, Joseph and Mike Where Joseph is accusing Mike of cheating Wait My ex-fiance was named Mike I'm trying to do the quote Somebody's somebody's coming for me When they wrote this So I test Mike And he confesses to cheating one time Then all of a sudden Mike says, I want to know what John has, oh, Joseph has done. And it turns out, Joseph has also been cheating. Uh, so, yeah, that was about him saying that there are usually instances where during the um, lie detector test, where um, Joseph is testing Mike, now all of a sudden, Joseph got a revelation too since you hooked up to the monitor. <laughs> Wrench. Now tell the truth about that, because if I give you this hard truth, then you will tell more because you hooked up to the machine. Um, another thing that Andrew Goldstein If says, you have nothing to hide, it won't be a problem. Prompts individuals to acquire about his service is the instance of an STI. The survey said, the quote, the article, I mean, said an STD, but they're called STIs. Um, despite the 1998 legal ban on private employers using polygraph tests and the ruling that um, polygraph results are inadmissible as evidence in federal courts. There are huge loopholes that are exploited by federal employers, law enforcement, and probation officers. All 70,000 people employed by the FBI have had to take a lie detector test. And people um, that work for the government with top secret security clearances. They make you take a lie detector test. Now, even though the federal government has said that, girl, um, so according to Vox.com, a polygraph test, in essence, measures one thing. 
anxiety. And there's a quote from a smart person. It says, all these physiological measures are simply associated with fear and anxiety. And people are anxious sometimes when they're telling the truth. And they cannot be anxious sometimes when they're lying. The more practiced you are at lying, the less anxiety is associated with it. In other words, a polygraph test can sometimes be correct and sometimes be wrong. So when y'all out here arguing with Bay down to the texts and the tweets and you um, using the slam effect in your iMessage, make sure you remember that even though, to answer the question, is a lie detector test necessary? You can have one, but then I mean you're going to get the truth. If he cheat on you, he cheating on you. And and if he done lied enough, <laughs> he not going to be anxious about lying on this damn polygraph test. So if you can't trust him, you just can't trust him. And it ain't nothing that you can, ain't no machine you can hook him up to that's going to give you the truth. Follow your instinct, whether it's a verse instinct or a bottom instinct or a top instinct. I don't know what it is. Um, or incel instinct. And let that nigga go. If you gotta get a lie detector test, then you know the answer already. And how much those cost? Those cost hundreds <clears> of dollars. Those cost like it don't matter the two forty nine. The, the monetary cost five hundred. And I gotta spend five hundred dollars to determine if I trust you, nigga. Move. I could go buy some shoes with that and a new outfit. Go move. I could pay up on my credit card. Yeah, if you gotta, if you have to ask the questions and you don't believe you're getting the correct answer, and you want to go to a third party outside of your relationship to get the answers, that is the answer. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, happy Valentine's Day. I'm sorry. Maybe that's bad news for some of y'all. Okay, what's going on in sexual health? This week in sexual health, um, I wanted to do a brief history of HIV. So, um, y'all know this is probably one of um, the topics that I talk about the most, but I wanted to flash some numbers. Um, last week was National Black uh, HIV Awareness Day, and um, I wanted to put in contrast um, what some of these numbers are and what they mean and why we should pay attention to them. So, uh, HIV was uh, a, it was first found in the 80s. Um, in 1981, there was 121 reported cases of AIDS um, deaths, people that died of AIDS complications. <clears throat> In uh, 1984, three years later, there was 3,665 AIDS-related deaths reported. Again, so these are reported that we can trace back directly to AIDS, and we know that that is the reason of these deaths. Is this number more? Are all these numbers more? The answer is yes. Because they were calling because it like people, gay cancer in the city. Yes, they were calling it different things at different times. And people also were um, hiding their diagnoses throughout decades and currently still are in 2020. And will still say the cause of death was pneumonia. 
And that's another subject for another mm. day. That's another subject for another day. That's not what There's we're some here. truth to that. Okay. But, uh, so, 3,665 reported deaths from AIDS-related complications in 1984. 1985, 20,303 AIDS-related deaths. So, again, we, we went from 1981, where there were 121, to 1985, where there were 20 so 20 times the original deaths reported in 1981 to 1985 continued to go up through the late 80s as I'm sure all of y'all are guessing and probably some of my older listeners know continued to go up from that reported number and that's just what was reported we know that that number was higher uh, the number continued to grow through uh, the beginning of the 90s and started to plateau off in 1997. Uh, 1997 was the first year that we started to see declines in um, the number of AIDS-related deaths. And that was because of the rise and knowledge of HIV medications that would treat people with uh, HIV and the beginning of uh, people learning, people starting um, to trust these medications. In 2019, the number of AIDS-related deaths is 14,000. That is the plateau that we've been at for the last eight years or so. That number is at that plateau point because the people that are taking the HIV medications as treatment as prevention, those people, they're sold already. They're taking the treatment as prevention. The people that are now taking PrEP, um, pre-exposure prophylaxis, they're taking PrEP. The very few people that are doing post-exposure prophylaxis, they're doing that now as well. There's still a reason that the number is so high of AIDS-related deaths from 2019 to now. It is because people will not listen to the science and the numbers that will help us as a community These are numbers only reported in the United States of America, by the way. So this is not even global totals, because global totals, that's a whole other number. But I'm talking about here in the United States of America. Um, People won't listen to the numbers. People will listen to feelings and how I feel about this and how I feel about medicine and how I feel about doctors. New HIV infections have been reduced by 40% since 1997, since these drugs start getting on the market. 40%. So we went from a steady rise and 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 rise rise of deaths related to this disease to a plateau after these drugs start getting introduced to the market. Plateau meaning we not seeing anything go high. We're not seeing anything go low. We're just seeing the baseline. 
that's what plateauing means in the medical community. Um, in 2018, around 1.7 million people were newly infected with HIV compared to 2.9 million in 1997. So, again, that's a double number. People in 1997 were still being infected with HIV double the amount of times that people were getting affected by HIV in 2018. Uh, these numbers are on the CDC. Uh, it's also on a report done by avert.org. Uh, you can Google that. Um, I think instead of weaponizing these facts, we can make them tools for a better tomorrow. Come on. Get that tatted. Um, our numbers should not plateau at this point. We have too many weapons in this fight that the numbers should just be going down. And down and down and down. The numbers should be back where they were in 1981. In 1981, there were only 121 people in the country that died from AIDS. Is this a prep advertisement? I just cut off. Is this a prep advertisement? I can't even. Here we go. Here we go. I can't even bring you around. You sitting here <laughs> listening to me. <laughs> that I'm saying this is a listen to the science and listen to the facts statement. Okay. It's a statement. Okay. It's a statement. I didn't ask no questions. I'm not advertising no brand. I'm not advertising you get this or you get a that. Go or Truvada. Ask your lifestyles versus ask your primary care physician about the drugs, and if they don't know, get a second opinion because you need to find a physician that does know. Amen. Um, but we have the science and we have the tools to get back to the numbers of 1981. We should not be stuck, plateaued at the numbers from 1998. It's 2020. So this week in sexual health, I just want to make sure that we knew the numbers, we knew the science. Again, last Friday was National Black HIV Awareness Day. Uh -huh. um, people that are listening to this more than likely are on the spectrum somewhere, more than likely are black. You should know these numbers. You should know uh, where we were as far as people dying from um, this Thing that can be prevented and National Youth HIV AIDS National Youth HIV AIDS Awareness Day is coming up so a lot of people who are um, affected by it are young when they find out because they didn't know about it or their partner wasn't honest their partner didn't know that they had it because the youth aren't really out here getting tested like they should so shout out to you for sexual health this week yeah um. Again, I know that it seemed like that may have been heavy, but look at the numbers. Look at the science. We are smarter than this. We are in 2020. We don't have to be in 1997 no more. Even in question, in convincing 300 million Americans, how do you... I don't have to convince 300 million Americans because obviously this disease... This um, this doesn't impact all 300 million Americans. We are disproportionately affected by it as black gay men. 
So I'm not trying to even convince 300 million people. I'm trying to convince the people that are disproportionately affected. So there's 300 million. So let's go down to 100 million. Because there are heterosexual black women still being heavily afflicted by HIV and AIDS. So just 100 million. And getting a message out to 100 million people, there's a mar- there one, there's got to be a marketing to the message. Uh, definitely, I use here for a podcast to get my message out, RonaldMatters.com, to get my message out to my immediate community. But my immediate community has only been... 10 million people in 10 years. So how do I get a message out to 100 million people uh, in a timely manner so they know that this is available? You don't have to. You do the work. <clears throat> so CDC does the work. Um, you do the work because if if oh, you, me, you, me, you, me, you do the work. 100 million people on me. You, yeah. Okay. So if regular Joe citizen doesn't do the work and they expect the CDC to do all the work, we will be where we were in 1997 because mm-hmm. nobody else was doing the work but the CDC back then and we see what, what that has yielded. Oh, child, uh, 50 so, people, rest in peace. the responsibility is on you, mm-hmm. on me, on you listening, on everyone that you share this podcast with and everyone that they share the podcast with and everyone else that wants to know the truth and talk about the numbers. Mm. So, the responsibility is here in the community. Why are you talking about being a quarter skirt? Again, right. We got more important <laughs> shit to be talking about. Um, we can't think that we're going to impact the HIV AIDS crisis by waiting on white people to come and save us because white people ain't coming to save us we got to save ourselves but so if we don't fix the problem if we don't fix the problem the in, in the black you're not coming, if we don't fix the problem in the black community the problem ain't gonna be fixed white people anywhere lie to us what I cannot believe that What's this for your song? <laughs> um, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Moneybag Yo with a Project Pet sample. Their song, All That, D-A-T, just went gold. So I was like, I remember that video. And so um, I went back and watched the video, and um, I remember why the song was good. So shout out to um, Houston, Texas, linking up with Memphis, Tennessee, where Moneybag Yo is from, signed to Yo Gotti. Y'all thought y'all was going to get away from that Memphis reference. Um, that song just went go. And things that Megan Thee Stallion did, that. She showed up in a Cheetah Girl bikini down to the um, Infinity Pool. And then she showed up. Um, she left a note in the hallway. And by the time you read it, she'll be far away. She had that bikini on crawling on the table. She was serving sex. And just, mm. So watch the video for Megan the Stallion and Moneybag Yo, all that, and you like, bitch, I like this song more. I like it more. Oh, that was the one in the white. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah, <clears throat> things they did include, but not limited to, that. <laughs> um, my song is uh from my oh shit. Uh-uh. From my childhood, I, I fucked around and clicked something, and she went away. Yo, click. <clears throat> I won't say my childhood because shit. Uh, you was three when it came out. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, shit, I was out of. I was out of high school and in the middle of college when this song. Wait, that's when not it, your childhood, man. <laughs> it felt like if it, it feels like a 
stage of my you were 18 to 24 that was young adult realness yeah it was a stage of my um manifestation uh the song came out in 2008 so no but it's just shout out to obama i felt young i feel like it was i felt young hopeful yeah flash to 12 years later (laughs) um so I'm not going to read the first part because that's very cryptic and dark, but the rest of it is great. <laughs> what is this, a Megan Trainer song? What are we doing? We didn't know who the fuck Megan Trainer was in 2008. That was the joke, Toya. You weren't supposed to state it plain. Oh, I don't give a fuck about it. Anyway, um, so I'm going to drink my money. I'm not going to pay his rent. Oh, please don't. <laughs> I got a brand new attitude, and I'm going to wear it tonight. I want to get in trouble. I want to start a fight. I want to start a fight. So, so what? I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves. And I don't need you. And guess what? I'm having more fun. And now that we're done, I'm going to show you tonight. I'm all right. I'm just fine. And you're a tool. So, so what? I am a rock star. I got my rock moves. And I don't need you. Tonight. So What by Pink is the song for my soul this week. Because it is and was a mood of, I don't need you. Huh? I'm a rock star. And you know, some of the best rock stars are solo acts. Pink, you did that 2008. So what? Are you here for something um, sexy this week for Valentine's? Uh, Valentine's. Valentine's. I would say it's sexy. Um, There's a Denver nonprofit... Uh, that has bought a hotel um, and they are transforming it into many apartments for homeless people uh, 139 apartments to be exact um, the rooms are available for people who come in from shelters across the city or even directly off the streets um, and this is the kind of thing that I love to see because um, we definitely have a homeless problem Throughout this country And there's too many resources Too many vast resources For this problem To continue to Be relevant and real There is more housing Open and available In this country Than there are homeless people So If I broke that down to you um, Like one of my old drill sergeants Used to say Tell it to me like I'm in second grade. <clears throat> and what he meant by tell it to me like I'm in Make second grade. Plain. Make it, keep it simple, stupid. Please. If I kept it simple, stupid, we have places in this country that are empty, may never be filled. We have more of those places mm-hmm. that are just fucking empty. Like, just take apartment um, El Dorado, apartment building El Dorado. She got 500 apartments in her 
only 450 people live in that apartment or 450 apartments are taken. There are 50 apartments not, not taken in that apartment building. But there are people sleeping outside that apartment building that they will watch for a year sleep outside through the seasons that will not be able to come into that apartment building because capitalism. We don't feel sensitive enough in this country to think about homeless people enough to even put them in places that we can't sell to nobody. And in Denver, thankfully, uh, they have uh, thought up a solution. I'm excited about it. I'm absolutely here for it. Um, at least 5,000 homeless people reside in Denver, Colorado. And thanks to this project, um, at least 139 of them will be off the street. So I'm absolutely here for it. Um, of those homeless people, a lot of them people of color, a lot of them black people, a lot of them um, LGBT people. So this is a general story, but I know in this number, Amen. some of us are in. Amen. So I'm absolutely here for it. Power. Oh, God. About 50 cents down to the stars network. Wrapped up this week. And you know how they um, announced the ending? With four spinoffs. Go away. <laughs> Power, book two. Was there really enough Ghost. people even watching Power? Power, book three. Raising Canaan. No. Power, book four. Influence. No. Power, book five. Force. Mm-mm. When Family Matters went off the air, we didn't get no... What's going on upstairs? Spinoff. Because <laughs> they left the girl upstairs. She didn't come back down. Did we really get anything from Steve Urkel again? <laughs> uh, I forgot. What's his name? Uh, it's the, his name started with a J, too. So Jamel. Jamel White. J yep. Okay. Steve, when he when he turned into the other person, I was like, oh, look at me on a Friday night. Stefan. to do. Eating my bluebell and my angel food ice cream down to the Memphis. That's the regional ice cream brands. Um, Jaleel White Jaleel Not Jamil Oops. I definitely want to be rescued from that um, Also when Living Single went off We didn't get no spinoffs Even when hits like uh, The Cosby Show went off We did get uh, the college show A different world But I mean four spinoffs What are y'all doing? Y'all average one million viewers per week 1.1 on a good day. I'm really surprised at that. And now y'all got forced. Y'all are struggling for content. <clears throat> there are writers out here, specifically black ones. I'm rooting for almost everybody black. Um, because some of these hotels, so I can't root for them. It's some y'all can give like there are other people who have great brands like Insecure out here waiting to be picked up. And what are y'all doing? Because Fifty Cent got a little money and some little social media power. It's other people out here working on things. It's other people out here working on things. I would love to see a bout last night picked up and put on stars. Get some gay black girls out here. If they have the budget. I would love to see No Shade make a comeback. The TV show, the um, web series No Shade oh, was amazing. So when you said about last night, I immediately thought about the Kevin Hart movie. No, like, about Ugh. last night is the show that we talked about on Slay TV. That's Love at First. Love, I always pronounce it wrong. I was like, L-A-F-N, Love at First Night. I know the hashtag. 
I just don't know the. I was like, words. love it. I was like, no. I just don't, don't know the words. To extra I'm not words. interested in giving Kevin Hart no more motherfucking opportunities. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to with him. No shade. But love it. Unless he's gonna night. do gay porn. Shout out. To now, if he did gay porn, I'd be interested. Moving on swiftly and professionally. <laughs> Shout out to the Memphis um, Drake Queen Um His agent might want to listen to me because that's a, that's a break. If you have questions, send them to our email hereforpod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. It has come down to the last call. Mine is empty because I cheated. Mm-hmm. So, report mine. Cool. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar... Woo! Toya, don't pour it. Woo! If you guys... <laughs> Dramatic. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar with the last calls on this show, last call is our last drink of the night. Uh, if you are at work, do not be drinking at work. Huh? But if you ain't at work... Yeah. Go get you a, um, a a shot of something. Get you a a little sip of wine or whatever you got. It is time for our last call. It's time. My oh whoa, Tequila. Shout out to Anthony Superman and his fiance, hello, Mr. Robinson, whose last name will be changing soon. We'll be joining Speak Out with Antonio for a conversation on dating and marriage. The DC girls need this. Look, we all make seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year. No, we all don't. No, they all don't. But we uh, can't find success down to the um, apartment with three roommates. So hopefully, I'm hoping my fingers are crossed and your heart is open, amen, um, that through this panel discussion that the DCAs will be able to find some love, literally, and some support from their friends. Literally. And to have more than an open heart, an open mind, an open legs, and an open, no, an open mouth. <clears throat> so shout out to y'all for having this discussion because I really think it's great. Yeah, we're joined by couples uh, ranging from uh, newlywed to already married to a single guest person to divorced. So uh, it will be a very impactful discussion in Black Gay Love. Everyone will be uh, black and on the spectrum of LGBT on the stage. Uh, never been done before. I'm excited. I'm here for and, it. Um, Again, we all come from different walks of life. Um, I know some on the panel uh, also come from government work experience, uh, some sex work experience, um, some. I don't think uh, that's. Don't I don't think that's. T- uh, yeah, I don't say. I don't, I don't think that's. T- <laughs> we gotta leave the link in the description where you can go. It's not T. I believe it's. I believe it's public. public. Just let it. Just let. It, uh, 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 don't. Because if. You but do, it is a cute last call. See us on February twenty second. Yeah. So we will leave link in the thingy thingy wherever you're listening to get tickets. And if you're in the DMV area, come see us. If you uh, come into town for the event, definitely tell us so we can buy you drinks. Hello. That's right before the first. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no. We make six to seventy thousand. Okay, we still got roommates. Rent is going to be. Both of us got roommates. Well, my roommate, How many roommates I mean, you got? I, I'm engaged to my roommate, and we have one child. Oh, uh, um, shout out to the doggy. That's anyway. Where is? Oh, I'm allergic, but I love him. Go love him. Um. 
I was going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that ride. Thank you. My last call is to my current state of residence. Oh. Hallelujah. What that mean? Virginia becomes the first southern state to pass sweeping LGBTQ non-discrimination bill. So, uh, oh, one. More. Okay. Yeah. One, um, to me as someone that has lived in different places in the South, I don't really consider Virginia the Virginia South. Virginia is the, but I But that. when you start looking at the Mason-Dixon line and how things have happened mm-hmm. through wars and stuff. The history of America. And the, the biggest battles that were fought in Virginia over slavery. slavery. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and definitely not where I live at. That ain't the South. Ain't no um, crystals around the corner. Ain't no Kroger nowhere. Uh, it's a... Um, ooh. The liquor store is kind of weird over there by Yellow Oh, the way that... Well. No, well, Virginia, that's throughout the state the of Virginia. The liquor store is... What's the Dixie... Dixie Queen? Yeah, Dixie Queen. Ooh, Shout out to Memphis. Ain't no Dixie Queen But y'all, there. do you have a version of Dixie Queen in Dallas? Because you lived in Texas, so... Was it like an In-N-Out or something down in Texas? Well, In-N-Out is California. Um, That's where I'm going. Oh, this is about to get fat ass. Anyway, um, yeah, New Year, New Me, same diet. I can't think of what Dixie <laughs> Queen was in Texas. I don't yeah. know. But I know we had one. Anyway, y'all had Coney Islands in Detroit, so that was just uh, yeah. But that's North slash Midwest. But anyway, we call them Virginia the South for now. Okay, bit <clears throat> <clears throat> joke. Yeah. Um, Senator Eben. Um, e B I N E B B E B B I N. Figure out baby names. So you, Eben, and you ain't don't name your baby that. Don't do that. You and Tanya only got one of <laughs> This rude. She said that. People want one egg. She said that. two hundred thousand dollars trying to get pregnant. She could. Do you know how many Louboutins I could have bought with two hundred thousand dollars? And I'm trying to have a baby. Wow. Fulfill my prophecy as a woman. Don't you can't just say stuff like that. You'll get canceled. I'm canceling him for y'all, so don't cancel him. I'm can- I'm holding him accountable live. Can- cancel me. <laughs> cancel me. Okay, so back to Mr. Eben. Okay, Senator Eben. Um, he spoke um while this this was being passed. Uh, he said very few lawma- lawmakers came out of their offices to meet with us, and I don't think it made a difference. Um. Senator Eben is the first openly gay person elected to state office in Virginia, um, and he was the proponent and the voice of this bill. Um, the bill enables the uh, Attorney General's office to pursue civil action against anyone engaged in a pattern or practice of resistance to the civil rights spelled out in the proposed law against any member of the LGBT community. So. Um, this means discriminating against you for any reason in the state of Virginia. We're hoping that things like this continue to cascade throughout the rest of the South and uh, more of you are protected, but at least in the state of Virginia, we have state laws on the book protecting you from discrimination in the workplace. Um, Discrimination uh, in the voting, housing, voting area, housing, um, all kinds of places where you feel down like down to you the can restaurant be, where somebody approached me and started yelling, and so I kicked the bitch. I did. 
Because that bitch was discriminated against me, and I think I should be um, protected. She also calls you sweetie. <laughs> sweetheart. You know sweetheart? Sweet, sweetheart. Sweetheart is my... Woo. Trigger. <laughs> sweetheart is my thing. So that is my last call this week. Uh, Virginia is uh, not one of the best states that I've ever lived in, but at least we have that. And I am proud to be a resident of Virginia because of it. So it is my last call. Thank you guys so much for listening to Here For It Podcast. Make sure you follow the show on social media at Here For It Pod. Um, send us letters, hereforitpod at gmail.com. Um, Patreon.com forward slash hereforitpod. And hereforitlive.com, hereforitshop.com. What do you want? We got it. What do you want? What do you There's want? even a free episode on Patreon right now. So... If you have never heard any of our Patreon content, you don't know what it gives, there's a free episode right now that you can check out before you decide you want to give us a dollar. The first agenda. Go listen to the free episode and then be like, you know what? I'll uh-huh. get these black gay niggas a dollar. Yeah. It's a lot going on over there that y'all don't know about. It's a whole nother... Y'all think the podcast is a thing? There's a whole nother thing. So... Thank you guys again for listening this week. I am the Superman, T H E E S U P A M A N. Um, please take your prep, whatever uh, you describe prep is. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. The resistance will be televised by any means necessary. Take your Truvada or Discovery. I said that. Mm.